That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. What it do, Pikachu, is side quest enthusiast at gaming podcast about the quest we play to be who we are. I'm your host, Kyle V. Hiller, but you can call me Dr. Chillgood out here in these stages. And this is the debut episode of The Fetch, a new monthly series where we talk about games and adjacent nerd culture happenings from over the last few weeks. It's not to the Fetch quest we come across in life, and also in the spirit of Gretchen, we're going to make Fetch happen. And I'm making it happen on this episode as I am joined by the guy who falls the most because he is the five-time worst streamer in the world. <laughs> give it up for Marcus Alford. Questies of the Land of Enthusia, give it up for Marcus Alford. Hey. How you doing, homie? It took me forever to finally get on a podcast with you after multiple campaigns, <laughs> and I finally get my own like that. I get my own monthly segment. Like, bro, I'm 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 ecstatic. I'm happy. I'm hyped. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm pumped up. Yeah, man, get hype. Uh, Shout Annie out to everybody up. on the Twitter campaign that helped me finally make <laughs> this dream happen. It's been yeah. forever. I'm super. I'm super excited. I've like almost reduced the tears, but I'm I'm here. I'm a <laughs> little couple of thug tears, but I'm all right. I'm good. I'm ready thug to go. Tears, man. Yeah. So people who are listening who may not have come across the drama that has been the last about what four years or so at this point. Uh, this is my third podcast, and on all of them, <laughs> Marcus has not appeared once. Um, not once. And for the record, I've known Marcus since about fifth grade. We have talked many times about starting things from record labels to gaming channels to sports, YouTube channels, all kinds of stuff. But here we are. Well, we've been kind of doing other stuff, too, on your Twitch stream. But you know what? With that in mind, I'm going to let you let the people know who you are and stop talking about who we are, because that's that that'll come as we make these episodes. I literally had a radio show and you were on my radio show. I was <laughs> for four years. This, that was that was the origin story. That's how I kind of got into radio for real, for real. I had to think about it. I'm like, wait a minute. The first time I ever was on front of a microphone was doing W-E-S-T. your radio show at LaSalle University back in the yeah. day. That was so long ago. Was it right? 05? Yeah, it's a it's a long time Oof. ago. Yeah. I didn't want to think about the year because it makes me feel old, but I don't yeah. think I even had high-speed internet at the time that we were like i couldn't listen to your show at home that was rough those are yeah. rough times yeah for sure Whew. but yeah who are you and what do you do and what's your jam uh let's see currently i am a twitch streamer uh content creator i guess i i don't like calling myself that because i feel like other people are just like really killing the content game and i'm kind of just like there i'm you're, like you're that. not a content creator you yeah. create content yeah yeah, I'm like, I'm not I'm not there. I'm like, I'm over in the corner, you know, like drinking my little wine cooler and watching everybody else and cheering <laughs> them on. But I'm I'm here and I make uh, I'm a Twitch streamer. We talk about sports and wrestling and video games. And uh, I just talk about random re- reality TV on Twitter because, I mean, that's pretty much my thing now. Um, and I have a regular job, which no one needs to care about that one. That's nothing. Uh, but mostly my passion has basically been playing video games, uh, music, wrestling, sports. So I love talking about that stuff all day long. So I, I enjoy what I do on Twitch. Um, just working on getting new things out there. I did radio for so long and then making this jump over to video and Twitch streaming and all that stuff was a different 
setup for me, but it's still fun and I enjoy it and I'm having fun doing this stuff and I get to hang out with my friends and we watch video game clips and stuff and talk about yeah. sports and stuff. So, I mean, that is the perfect dream job for me and <laughs> it's just fun to do. Yeah, that's dope. Um, yeah, because it's like streaming is such a tough thing to do, but yeah. you are committed to it and you stream almost every day right and you stream for several hours every yeah, day we're, we're like just six like, games six days a week now with the uh, football season right but right. normally we're, we're just straight five we're yeah it's a it's a grind how do you keep your energy up or do oh. you or do you just let yourself be like hey look i need to take off some time like screw this hustle and grind stuff I it's a rarity if i take off and i'm glad yeah. that i don't do weekend shows anymore i used to do seven days a week and it was the it was miserable i was terrible by the time i got to my facebook shows on the weekends i hated everything and everybody and if somebody came in with some chipper attitude i'd be like "Ugh, what do you want get out of here <laughs> but i forgot i'm streaming so i need them to be interacting with me so i'm like yeah oh hey yeah. hey guy what's up what's up buddy and i'm like looking down like just hold it together you got like three hours left but i ended <laughs> hold up it together you have three hours <laughs> like that's that's a long time to hold it together not three minutes not like yeah. the end of a workout where you're like can we please end this like no 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 <laughs> three hours I, so i felt like those people now. that went to the gym for the first time were just like yo why am i still here and i'm like yo we just got in here you got the yeah. pre-workout in like no that's <laughs> that the whole thing warm-up we just did calisthenics what oh that's not a gym class used to be in uh great school exactly like, when was it mr brown mr was would do calisthenics before the actual game I'm like mm-hmm. bro no and then one cares be there about the whole time. but see and that was the thing too because people we, before we could go out for gym, everybody had to be quiet because we went yeah. to Catholic school. So that was Ugh. the thing. Like, silence was golden in Catholic yep. school. So if we weren't quiet enough, which, you know, all, I swear, all the girls would not shut up because I don't think yeah. they wanted to go to gym in the first place. I don't know. But the at the same time, like, too. by the time, the guy, they, yeah, yeah, they, they, they were, wanted to they play were. football. They wanted, they wanted to play football. They, they were trying were too... to get the teams ready. Right. And we were trying to, we were trying to pick teams before we get outside. Like, we're like, right. no, no, no. <laughs> who will be cat? Who will go cat? Like, it was, it was a lot going on. It was a big and, deal. It was a big and he deal. was and like, then we get outside and we do jumping jacks. <laughs> By the time we'd be quiet, we'd only have time to do jumping jacks. Like all that time <laughs> wasting trying to build our teams. It didn't matter because we get like two that. minutes. <laughs> two minutes. And then two like it'd be time to grab your bag and go home. I'm like, are you kidding me? I waited Bro, all week for this. Because it would be on Fridays too. It'd be the last thing uh, we do on Fridays. And it would just be like, all right, let's go do you, some jumping jacks get, to end the you school. You can't get a full game in during recess because there's so many kids outside. Right. So this was the right. only time you have you and your teammates or your classmates. You're all there. It's time to go. And they're just like, mm, nah. Yeah. Nah. We get two yeah. minutes. You're like, we can't get anything going with that. We're just going to just throw the wall around now at this point. I will say, though, despite that, see, here's the thing, though. Limit, limit, limitations beget creativity, right? Yeah. And they also beget memorable moments that you will never, <laughs> ever forget. And the greatest catch I've ever seen in my entire life, and that is not hyperbole, was when you took this long ball. I, I swear, I feel like maybe uh, Maurice Jones was the quarterback that day, and he threw the ball, and it wasn't a good throw, but you caught it for like the win, and it was like you caught it, but the, when you caught it, you went over the steps <laughs> to yeah. catch it. Like 
I mean, and it's not like one, two steps. It's like a good like 10 to 12 steps walking down. Yeah. And then like stone is in the way because it's just like a stone yard or whatever. And then you got the you got the actual sidewalk and then you you fell and you you leaped. You caught it in this Randy Moss fashion, (laughs) held on to it. I don't even know. Like, I wouldn't even throw a challenge flag at that point. But like you caught it. It was you like, fell down the stairs. Like the, you soared into the sky. It was like the San Francisco catch. It really was. It was exactly that. And I'm just like, everybody just went nuts. The opposing team, too. Everybody was just like, he caught it? And <laughs> man, like, I've never seen anything like that. So oh, shout out to you. If we, if we look back in history, I'm clearly out of bounds with just the steps. Like. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> It was There's the sometimes when you listen in the in the game of life, the rules need to be bent <laughs> and they need to favor magic like that. Yeah. That moment had to be honored as in play. I don't care if it was out of bounds in my head. That was a game winning touchdown. That's how <laughs> I remember it. That's all I need to remember because I had a uh, I had a straight view of that. And I was just like, wow. And that's when I knew we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> That, that so, was like the high point of my like uh, athletic career. Yeah, like after yeah. that, it was just like, oh yeah, I'm just never going to play stuff like that again. It was a, no, that no, was my moment after something like that. That was the moment. That, that was, was the, the moment. moment. Was Everybody my gets one, and yep, yep. Like I mean, I just wish my... there was video cameras back then, so you could, like I could always had that moment like replay on like YouTube clips from like right. That would have like five million hits because I can never recreate that. Like it'll you never can't. happen again. <laughs> Like those uniforms sucked. It was super tight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you had kind of high waters, but you weren't right. getting baggy stuff back then. <laughs> you were kind of just getting the relax. You were getting the super close fit. You're like, oh, and a shirt to untuck. That was our. That was our only cool moment was having untucked right. shirts. The untucked shirts was a big. Deal. And we were doing those in like dress shoes too. Like we weren't all. We weren't yeah. all able to get sneakers for right. for gym because it was like, oh, you don't need them. Like, oh, come right. on. And then also, we wasn't really, we weren't ever really sure if we were going to have gym at the yeah. end of the day. So it's just yeah. like it, bringing your shoes was a gamble, and then you got to put those in your book bag because yeah. just extra stuff. We were to kids, carry. we had no idea how to carry stuff to school back and forth. So that's the worst thing about like being a kid back then. Like we had to carry every book. We had to carry like, every book, every textbook, like every book. <laughs> like you could, like your back was already busted before you even got to high school. Like. I swear, that's why I have, I don't have many strong parts in my body, but my back is fierce. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I had to carry seven subjects. We could lift refrigerators like it's nothing because (laughs) of how, how high, uh, how grade school prepared us. Dude. Like I see kids carrying their book bags. I'm like, oh my God, we were like that. And and it bugged me out when I got older and realized that other people in other schools and other middle schools and elementary schools had lockers too. When I got to high school, I thought I was the shit because I had a locker. I'm like, yo, I'm going to put all this stuff in here. It's going to be decorated. Everybody's going to know it's my locker. I never did any of that stuff. Never, never did it. But Not once. Not <laughs> I'm pretty once. Sure I, I probably hung up like one, one picture, picture of like one, one celebrity. Picture. It was that's probably like Jessica Alba or something like that. You get like and Topango then, in there and you just say, all right, that's enough. <laughs> Because you were right. in and out. You never hung out at your locker like everybody no, else made it look like no. on TV. Right, right. Saved by the you... Bell made it look special. Like you were at your locker <laughs> and it was just cool. Like you were like, right. yeah, you looking in there. You had a mirror in there. You were like, oh, let me check my fit. Like, no, no one does that. Nope. You're nope. in and out. And you're just throwing your stuff in there. 
you're trying to set records for how fast you can get to your to your locker and then back. Like especially yeah. at the end of the day, you're not trying to stick around because you, you know, were just hoping that you didn't smell something like you left a sandwich in there. For yeah, like two days ago. which I've done. Only yeah, <laughs> those are your only fears. You didn't leave any food in there for yeah. way too long. I want to see how unorganized my locker got Ugh. because I never I see how my was house organized till like I, senior I can, year. I can pretty much ballpark how unorganized my locker was. Yeah, yeah. I had like random oh, papers man. everywhere. Yeah, like that was my go-to thing was just random papers. Good times. Do you feel like you miss school? Um, and if you do, like what what part of it? Because I think. I, I've been thinking about this because, you know, I've been talking about it in therapy. And I'm like, I didn't have a bad high school experience. It was just actually kind of underwhelming. Like, nothing yeah. happened. I was yeah. still, like, like I was hanging with the cool kids and the nerds. Same. But, like, at the same time, I, I don't really feel like nobody knew me. So, it was yeah. just weird. It was this weird thing of, like, am I here or am I not? But, I don't know. What are your thoughts on, like school in the past now that we've been i don't know like 15 years of oh my god why do you keep mentioning the date like that's the worst <laughs> part about this the worst part about any of this is the date mate the, the date dropping um yep school wise i kind of i kind of miss it like certain because like you you were always everywhere you were always there you always knew what was going on because you had to talk to everybody now with social media you can just oh i'm at home i can get a play-by-play of exactly what's going on in every event and I don't even need to go anymore. Right. Before it was like, yo, you had to be there. They got into a whole fight. And you were like, oh crap, I missed the fight. Like mm-hmm, you were mm-hmm. you were upset. Or if a, if a if a student went off on a teacher, you missed it because you didn't see it on YouTube later. Because everybody right. didn't pull their phones out. It was the you, recap. You had to you, you had the recap from the friend. They they called you or they you had to <laughs> you had to show up the next day at school for everybody to tell right. you in the in the the um, the, the little the yard, yard area, on the, the lunch courtyard. Room. Yeah. Yep, yep. He was like, oh my God, what happened? He did what? He snapped at the teacher? Or we had a sub in there and the sub cried? Oh my God. Like that was that was conversation throughout the lunchroom and the, the courtyard the next day. Like, oh man, we made that girl cry. She had to go. Yep. She threw everybody in detention. Everybody was everybody was late going home. Parents were mad. Like every everything happened and you had to hear about it personally. Like there was no text messages after that. Like you didn't, you didn't get a text, or it was rare if you had to get on AOL Instant Messenger, right? And get but the you recap. still couldn't, you couldn't even do that still, at school but it was too. Slow. Yeah, right. It was slow. You, and you had to play by play. People, yeah, you had to, right. Yeah. And everybody had to be online at the same time. Yep. In order for, like, or like you know, they'd have their away message up. You're like, oh, what happened? And then like they would never respond to it, or they would respond later, and you wouldn't catch it because if yeah. you were offline because of dial up, like man, yeah. I don't understand how we used to communicate back in the day. It was I, you had to be there. You had to you show had up. To be there. It's just like how we talk about TV now. Like everything is streamable. Everything is on demand. So even if you miss the show live, you can watch it even right after the show ends on demand. Or if you DVR it, it's still available whenever. Now, but back in the back then, you had to watch the show. It was only right. on that one time. You either had to tape it if you had a VCR. Or you missed that show, yeah, and you sure were did. hoping that you were hoping and praying they would show it later on at like one in the morning. Right, right. But it was like you never did. You never got it again. It was over. It was gone. You had to hope someone else taped it so you could watch it. 
Yep. Like it was a rough moment. You had to be at these certain segments. You had to be at these spots. Like you had to be at school if something went down that next that that previous day, or you had to be at your TV set watching whatever you missed. Like you or mm-hmm. you'd miss it if the if the game was on and you missed the the greatest moment ever. You weren't catching it on YouTube later. Right. Right. Like it was, or you weren't catching it on the Twitter. Like on the Twitter, on 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 the book. Yeah. You know. So you had to be there. That's the one thing I do miss about school is that you had to be there to get all the information. Like I wasn't, I wasn't the most popular kid, but I knew everybody. Right. And I happened to be a bootlegger. So I was selling CDs. The statute of limitations is over past this. So I was bootlegging CDs and stuff like that. So everybody knew me. Oh yeah. That so was I was always connected around people. Like I was the guy that had all the good music and everything like that. Like, yep. so I was like always connect. I was always chatting with everybody. Everybody was cool with me, and that was fun for me. Like schoolwork, trash. I didn't care for that at all. Absolute trash. <laughs> like I didn't. Absolute if trash. I could go back to school and just hang out in the the hallways and the cafeteria all day, cool. Sign me up. But if I gotta go to class and get to see like um, my old math teacher who ruined math for me, or my social studies teacher who ruined like any type of like hope of being fun then yeah i'm yeah i'm past that yeah it's gross yeah you know two things here one i remember i almost failed conduct the last quarter of senior year wow because i was always fighting with our homeroom teacher mr mcpherson rest in oh (laughs) we would always get into it because oh. he had, he always had something to say about how I wasn't doing stuff. I'm like, bro, I'm a straight A student. Like, get <laughs> out of here. I already, I already got accepted to the college I want to go to. I'm showing up to homeroom late. I'm going to get my breakfast sandwich in. <laughs> you, have, you just gonna have to wait. Yo, those breakfast like, sandwiches are so those, good. Those were the best. Oh my god. So I, I, listen, this is why I can't get up like on time in the mornings for stuff anymore because I'm just like, it's not. There's no breakfast. There's sandwich no breakfast. Sandwich what am I getting available. there for? <laughs> Like, come on, that sausage and cheese is on point. Um, yeah. yeah, so there's that. But then also, more, more importantly, because this is a relic with which I don't have any possession of anymore, you being, you know, the CD guru uh, in school, yeah. do you still have a copy of the very first mixtape I ever made, Kirby's Hot Hits? Because I do um, not. I probably do. That's the worst part about being a bootlegger. There were so many CDs, and I was always making something or something for somebody, and I would make a copy just in case. So there's like a big like, che- like a not even a chest, but like a a container of just CDs that I made back in high school, and they're just mm. sitting at my mom's house. And I remember my mom was like, "You want to take this?" And I was like, "No, who carries this?" Like, wow. One, first of all, is CDs. Like, I don't even walk around with CD players anymore. And, like, I'm like, ugh, but I don't want to throw them out because I could probably eventually put these all on a hard drive eventually. And maybe there's some gems in there that I can't find online. So. Right, right. I was like, yeah. But I I, I probably do have a Kirby's Hot Hit somewhere. Like, I I know for a fact. It's got to be at my mom's house. I don't think it's I always at mom's many, house. Yeah, I don't think I took too many <laughs> CDs with me. Like I was like, when I came, when I moved, 
I grabbed DVDs. I was like, all right, let me get the DVDs. Right, Those right. are something I can at least like, you know, I'm gonna use eventually. Yeah, but, you can pop those in the PlayStation. You good? Yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. like, I grabbed them. I left the CDs. I was like, if I if I need to hear Usher confessions, I can pull it up anywhere. <laughs> right. Like, you can pull that up on Spotify. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Kirby's Hot Hits was so wild because it's like, hey, here's this anime theme song followed by a Busta <laughs> Rhyme song. <laughs> Followed it by Pretty so Spears. Random. It was so random. And then like a random gorillas track. And then like <laughs> 50 Cent. I'm like, wait, what is happening? But it, it there made was, sense. There was, there was no, there was no like, you know, you're gonna get like a certain set like genre. It's like <laughs> right. you're getting you're getting what I felt like needed right this minute. You got every genre. Every genre. <laughs> I just put it, I put my win amp on on shuffle and like the first 17 songs went Boom, on the CD. Project. There you go, guys. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay. I got yep. just a little bit, then all of a sudden I got the theme song from uh from Final Fantasy. Alrighty. Yep. Exactly. We're gonna we're gonna deal with this. We're gonna rock with this. Like, how is this dance remix of Cruel Angel Thesis <laughs> on here? Like, no one's even heard. Oh, anyway. Um <laughs> Wow. So, all right. Speaking of burning CDs and getting burnt, actually, sidebar, real quick. It. I wonder what the last CD you've ever burned was. You know what Oof. I mean? Like, what was the last one that popped out of the drive? And that Oof. was because you don't know that that's the last one. But you know, I don't know. I think about Man, something like that all the time. I don't. I don't know. Like, it's been so long since I actually have you. Even maybe you haven't had your last CD burn, you know? Who knows? Like, I just oh, put. I, I think uh, I have. I think I burned. I, I think, I you know, my, I think I hit that mark already. Because now, yeah. if I make a playlist, it's going on YouTube or right. somewhere yeah, and I can just no take doubt. it and go. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm going to burn a CD and be like, this needs to go in the car. Right. Like, <laughs> Right, because like, that yeah, used to that's... be how it was. It was like I think <laughs> I think my last CD was probably a mix CD right. of like songs that I liked, hmm. and it was just like all right, like because now she's like if I want to hear something, I'm going to I got the aux cord and I'll I'll throw a mix together, put it on YouTube or whatever. Some songs that I can find on YouTube really quickly mm-hmm. and do a mix there, or I even put on like. Um, I've been listening to iHeartRadio a little bit more with their okay. like their iHeart the '90s uh little radio station that they have or their alternative '90s and I'm like okay I see what y'all going here I see what I see what's going on here some '90s hits and I'm like all right I'm not really I'm like I'm not really feeling some of these songs then Barbie Girl comes on I'm like you know what you gotta just go for it <laughs> yep yep you just gotta lean in like, all right all right I got it. Yeah. She come on, Barbie. Let's go part. There's a lot of one hit wonders in there. You're like, you know what? Wasn't that bad. So yeah, that's yeah. Great. I can't. I can't. It, I mean, yeah. If it's a if a last burnt CD I made had to be a mix CD of, or it was probably for somebody else actually. Probably one of my cousins. They wanted. They were always loving the mixes, and I was always burning stuff for them randomly. So mm. they would always want something specifically specific rapper or something like it was probably a beanie seagull uh mix wow. or yeah it was just, it, they, they were really big in the state property back then like it was a freeway mm-hmm. mix or something like that like because I, I knew sense. everybody wanted confessions and everybody had confessions for a while and then it was just always random stuff other than that like alchemist's right. first album first infantry was so good like i had a lot of hip-hop heads 
that were just like, yo, I know you got that CD. All right, I got it, bro. I got you. Speaking of hip hop heads, uh, I think many of us probably have burned many songs off the soundtrack for NBA Street Volume 2. Of course. And that is one of our primary subjects of the day. Um, <sighs> because Marcus and I have played hundreds of hours of NBA Street Volume 2 yes. together. Mostly in high school, a little bit in college. Yeah. Um, Marcus is of the belief that uh, he dominated and in, in, in maybe so in like the beginning. <laughs> because... You would use Kobe and Shaq and one other random player. It's probably Baron Davis or something like that. Just the Jack threes. And <laughs> like, it was like so lopsided because like Shaq wouldn't miss a shot ever. No. And then neither would Kobe. So nope. I'm just like, okay, we're, you can only pick one. You can't have both. <laughs> no Shaq and Kobe rules. Yet. Yeah. Right. Cause I think I, what, what started was that like, I would use Kobe and Shaq too. And then like, it just was the games were close, but it also just felt like it didn't feel like we were playing the game. It just felt like we were just <laughs> we were, mashing we whatever. Were enjoying ourselves. All right. We just half court shot. And then Shaq would dunk it in if you missed it. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but no, that was a long time ago. That was Very fifteen long. plus years ago. And yep. we haven't had any NBA street games or anything like that. Uh obviously a big is not in session anymore but um i saw Tragic. i shared with you like a really dope video from blessing idea jr over at kind of funny um he talks about how now is the time for nba street to come back um i think especially we've seen we haven't really seen any spinoff video games like that i've seen we've seen the modes and things like that in 2k and yeah. fifa and stuff like that but we really haven't had any like nba street like a full-fledged johnson's like ps3 xbox 360 so like do you think we're ever going to get one again and if so like what do you want to see in a new nba street to be honest i don't think we're ever going to get a standalone uh version anymore just because of what 2k and what live have done with the the um what they're doing with their uh creative players now where you can actually go to like outside and take them out in the different like courts outside of the arenas and stuff like that now with the my player so you're kind of giving them the street element but not full-on you know animated version of what nba street was um it would be great to see i feel like it would probably be better for like arcade games not as a straight up i'm gonna put it on a, a console or whatever i mean if you do kind of i would it would probably have to be like a free segment, a free one. And you kind of make it really limited, which wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't feel right. It'd be NBA Jam, basically. Yeah, basically it'd be yeah. that. Yeah. It would definitely be NBA Jam. I, I don't know if NBA Street has a a home anymore. Like, mm. as a regular. Like, it, it was great. And I, I think it was like up until like, I think it was Street Hoops. Not NBA Street, but Street Hoops yeah, were like hoops. when they had their situation and it was it was cool. But then it was just like after a while, the tricks you once you master all the tricks, you're kind of done with the game. Right. Like once you've already been able to do the between the legs and roll over the ground and hit it off the backboard and all that stuff, like. 
it kind of gets to a point where you are I've already hit the mark here. Like, right. after, like after when we got finished playing with it, after you stopped playing it against other people and you've already played it one-on-one and you've already won the championship, it's over. And Was there story mode in Street 2? Yeah. There's story I don't mode. remember it. <laughs> that's at the all. sad part. That's the yeah. part. And that's another part about why the game was struggling at times. Is this, the story mode wasn't that great. It wasn't something that you kind of I mean you you went through all the you went through all the territories and all the all the courts and whatnot to take on all the the big name like street legends and stuff like that be a legend mode is what yeah. it was called yeah what and it was cool but once you finished it it was it I need and to find a street you would back. get all the you would get all the legends and they would be able to be able to play in the games and whatnot now but after that, it was it was nothing else. Hmm. And granted, if it, you we might add online play, but even online play eh, is there. It just won't. It won't have a. It won't get long staying power. It'd be something that you might want to release every ten years, maybe. Yeah, we definitely don't need something like every year. Yeah, but like you're not gonna get Street Four or Five, Street Two K Twenty One, or right, no, that's too yeah. much. If you do yes. it like every 10 years, possibly be good because you'll give yeah. people a chance to uh, miss it and be excited when it comes back. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what I think would really work for uh, a game like NBA Street, because if it yeah. were to come out once a generation, right? Um, yeah, I think I think that would I think streamers would pick it up. I think a lot of people who stream uh, sports games would definitely be into it, even if it's just like for a few streams, maybe not so much. Yeah, uh, you know, something they do all the time when they stream. I think that'd be cool. I think it's funny because I was going to say, what if NBA Street had a story mode, but they've already done that, and I don't really trust sports games to have a good story mode. And I don't really, I would love to play a sports game with like a dope story mode. Like, yeah, like, and I think NBA Street could do that because if it if it were if you were to hire a team that is dedicated to actually making crafting the story about this character that you make or that you play as and kind of going through the notions of like not even trying to be in the NBA but just trying to be a street hooper and stuff like that I think that's such a cool narrative yeah. that we really haven't seen in any sports games at least not that I'm aware of maybe there are people listeners can correct me at Kyle literally um, but Madden has something like that um, what's what's theirs like it's, it's basically just like you're a kid from like a small like a, a, a a small town but you're like one of those big football towns so you did like the friday night lights and stuff like that and it was it was really deep recently like we was like you had to you had to be the the you had to win the high school game then all of a sudden you were like a walk-on on college and you had to win you had to win your spot there but you also going through stuff like at the locker room like back behind the scenes at home and stuff like that mm-hmm. it was i was like wow that's a lot of a lot of a lot of emotions for a game Right, but it was it was pretty interesting to watch. Like I didn't play it because I didn't get I didn't even I think I have it, but I just never touched. It. I was like, I'm good. I don't need to. I watched somebody do it. But I was like, I'm not gonna play it. But yeah, it was it was pretty cool to see, and it was like nice to have like those background stories and whatnot. But I don't I don't know if a lot of sports games want to invest in that type of stuff. Yeah, because they just kind of just want because they're usually just yo know, just make the game. 
if we can give them franchise mode, and they also they just don't have the space for it after all the other stuff they put in the game. Yeah, I just think I don't know. I, I I'm not one to slander EA like everybody else is privy to, but I know they have the resources for it, and yeah. because they keep essentially putting out the same game every year, Ugh. yeah, they have the resources to make a dope story mode. I think a dope story mode would really. That's the thing, though. They don't really have to revolutionize the formula. So it's like, I think 2K and all those would have to fail in some way. Yeah. Which, obviously, that's not happening because they've been selling like gangbusters since the 90s. Every year. So, every year. um, I did just buy NBA 2K22 because it had Candace Parker on the cover. But I haven't played it yet because I don't have an Xbox. And (laughs) I tried to get one on Thursday and no luck. So we'll see. Maybe Christmas. I'm, I'm trying, but uh, you'll, I'm you'll also, get one before that. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I'm probably going to end up buying the OLED Switch next week, though. So we'll see about that. Um, are there any other games from the EA big uh, history that you would like to see? That return? I would like to see. Um, hmm. Before before I get to that, I, I, I did write something about um, if NBA Street did come out today, you'd have to bring back yeah, all the yeah. classic courts. You have to include uh, Street Ball Legends, like all of them, and the and, and one team. Yes, absolutely. You would need a full season mode and a mm. full franchise mode where you own a street team. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. Like, I this is what I'm saying. Could you imagine? I would love that, uh, like a, a basketball sim. For yeah. like street balling, like let's like you, go. You have I would eat to. That you have to go if you're gonna do it. You have to go full out, right? Yeah. Um, but man, you can't a game. Oh, I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, it's in my Steam list. I'll find it. Um, but there's this one game where you play. It's it's like the 16 bit art style. It's really dope, like pixel art and stuff like that. But yeah, you are basically a boxer, and you gotta work your way up the ranks like you're you're going to the gym to start but you want to be like this big box or whatever uh-huh. and you got to do all the menial tasks from doing your laundry to going to do your part-time job and like filling out your wow. refrigerator and making calls and all this other stuff and still finding time to work filling out, and out train your refrigerator. And fi- yeah it's it's it is like super <laughs> detailed sim and i didn't get to play too much of it because i'm not i have it on pc but um man what's the name of this game i cannot remember uh, of course, I don't remember my Steam password, so I'm not going to even want to figure that one on the <laughs> air right now. Uh, I'll just tweet about it later. Um, but yeah, I really like that game because of those simulated elements to it. Because yeah. it felt like I was doing the day-to-day stuff that you don't really get to see. And like, I don't really want to see it, but this is like my version of Animal Crossing. Yeah. Instead of it just being like, I'm building an island, I want to build a basketball court or something like that. You know what I mean? Like That would be dope. Yeah. So yeah, I'd be into that. Speaking sure. of boxing, it, there was a game on Sega called Greatest Heavyweights, mm. and it featured a bunch of these boxer legends, I mean, Muhammad Ali, um, I think Vander Holyfield was on. There was a bunch of guys from the yesteryears and the kind of current uh, team, and they had a creative, they had a creator mode, and you had to build your boxer as well, but you had to go like through different gym tasks, and. You either had to do uh, the heavy bag and you only get like specific like increases to your game, but you only could pick like one or two after every small fight to increase yourself. So you would either go do cardio 
to increase your speed, or you do the heavy bag to increase your uh your your weight. And it was just it was so detailed that you had to figure out exactly what you were doing. You had to balance it out because if you went way too far with one of them, you were going to be grossly like set up for failure in other departments. And it was just it was fun to do because you were basically watching your guy build his body. Right. Right. To be in the top fighter. And he was still like under like he was under undersized building up his own career. But that's why you had to keep like working out in the gym. You had to keep mm-hmm. doing better. So I always loved that part. But um, you were talking about other EA big games that I wanted to see back. And speaking of boxing, I want Knockout Kings. Yeah, let's bring Knockout Kings back. The best thing about Knockout Kings, there were no uh, established fighters. You never had to worry about getting the likeness of anybody because you were all they were all created characters, mm-hmm. and they were just boxing. So you don't have to worry about trying to get everybody that's a current boxer, trying to get Mayweather's uh, likeness or any of the other top guys and then try to have to make sure that their stats equal. You're just going to get random people that you don't know these different character looks and give them their own stats. But the one guy, the one guy had a Afro and he was super skinny, but he had the speed and the like, just the move set, like that, just made him perfect. Was that Knockout Kings? Oh no, no, that's not Knockout Kings. That was uh, Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble. There we go. There we go. I was Wait, Knockout say. Kings. Was like, oh wow, Knockout Kings. Knockout Kings did. Knockout Kings did have everybody. That had Muhammad Ali and all, all the other names. I'm so focused on Ready to Rumble. I love Ready to Rumble so much. It was Ready to Rumble also? Yay! Hold on. That went yay on the interwebs. Uh, that was Midway. Um, Oof, shout out to so Midway. Then I guess Ready to Rumble and NFL Blitz and all that good stuff. Yeah, uh, but Knockout Kings would be good too. Like, I don't. Boxing was so hard to do because they were always trying to make it every year, and you're not really improving on skill wise with a boxing thing and to make it a different. Yeah, because like, and that's that's the frustrating part because I think it's so antiquated to have a game like that come out every year because yep. back then we didn't have DLC. We didn't have updates. Yep. So that was the reason why those games came out every year is because, hey, here's this sports game. And since sports are every year, let's have a game every year. And I think yep. if if EA started making sports games in, in the current generation or like within the last 10 years, I don't know that you would see that format happening every year. You wouldn't see Madden every year. You no. wouldn't see NBA 2K or FIFA every year. You would just get the DLC and it'll probably cost a lot, but I don't know. That's always been my reservation about buying sports games because I just want those updated rosters. But then, yeah, I don't know. But I, I like that the difference between two uh, Madden 21 and 22 is that it's, it's more even more detailed with the franchise mode and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's what me and my friends were talking about. Cause at first I was like, I'm not buying another Madden game. I'm good. 21 was enough screw it and then all of a sudden the trailer came off for 22 and i went huh that's a lot of detail yeah for franchise mode all right i guess i'm getting this game oh damn it like (laughs) once you start incorporating the next gen stats and everything like that and you're starting i was like oh man you're 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 giving me what i want that's what i want to see i'm Mm -hmm. i'm in Mm -hmm. 
I was like, give, I, I guess I got to get this. I'm going to get it soon. I just, what did I just buy? I just bought something and I was like, I need to take a break before I got it. I just got the PlayStation 5. So I'm like, let me just, let me wait. Right. Let me wait a little bit. So yeah, EA, please bring back, well, you could maybe bring back Knockout Kings, but FIFA Street, MDA yeah. Street, let's get Def Jam back. You know let's what? get no. SSX don't, back. Don't bring back Def Jam. Why Give not? me SSX. Give me SSX. Give me that type of stuff. Def Jam fight for New York is not gonna be the same. With when that when that came out, all the all the rappers were in one hand like one home. They were all there. You knew them, they were household names, and it was it was just a different time. Now I don't know half these rappers, and it's just not gonna feel the same. Like Method Man, people are gonna be like, Who's this old guy? I'm like, bruh, I, I don't wanna I don't have to yeah, fight a kid. Right. I don't want to have to fight a kid for disrespecting Red Man. Well, maybe that could be the angle, right? Where it's new school versus old school. I do not want to see a little Uzi Vert beating up Red Man <laughs> or Method Man either. Like, oh man, like, who's this blue face? Why is he beating up uh, Snoop Dogg? No, no. Yeah, no, that'd be weird. Mm-mm. Yeah, just like, yeah, no. yeah, no thanks. Like, uh, I don't want to see Lil Yachty. Drop kicking like ludicrous, and all the kids are like, "Yeah, take him out. He corny mm-hmm. anyway. He did fast movies. Like, oh my god, you wow. only know ludicrous from the fast oh, movies. Oh man, <laughs> why is the guy from Fast and the Furious in a fighting game? Oh no. But you don't want to play as Alicia Kara, uh, as uh, she's on Def Jam. She could wrestle, you know. I bet. <laughs> She could take out Jadakiss. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to see this stuff happening. <laughs> she beats up she MC could take Light. Out Justin I Bieber. I don't know how I, I feel think about Justin Bieber's that. on Def Jam. See, yeah. you, see, oh you got to think see. about this, man. Like, listen. All right. So I'm on Def Jam's uh, website right now. So we have, I'm just going to run off some. We got DMX is on here. Rest in peace. Uh, so, you know. I don't want to see signed. Bieber taking out uh, DMX. Like, Janae Aiko is in here. She could fight. Um, Kanye West could be the final boss. That'd be oh hilarious. <laughs> he could fight him in a stadium. See, nothing about this is. See, <laughs> you know what? EA Big, just stay retired. Because this, like, this will be the worst moment. I, I, you don't want to see Pusha T going in on there? Like, we, 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 can, we can throw Rhapsody in there. Justin you know Bieber what? is just, signed to Death Jam. Like, come just, on, let's just, go. <laughs> just bring back Celebrity Deathmatch. Like, yes, that, that's, a, that's that. as far as I'll, I'll go. That. Yeah, I'm not going to see Lil Yachty beating up DMX ever. I don't, I don't want to see Ghostface getting like laid out by Justin Bieber. No, <laughs> no, that's no. the fun. Part. Oh, that would make great content. Come no, on. take just no, no. <laughs> take. It I back. refuse. Okay, that's fine. That'll, um, that hurt my soul. <laughs> it's bad enough when people say who's Ghostface, and I'm like, yo, man, don't don't talk to me no more, kid. Yeah, but see, did we do that when we were kids, or we just be like? disrespectful uh not disrespectful to be honest i i was very disrespectful of full force i didn't know full force was like rapping i just kind of knew them from the house party movies (laughs) i mean i i I eventually found out and i was like they did songs or whatever and i was like that's cool like i didn't know ain't my type of hype was their song and they were in the movie i'm like all right that's kind of that's cool yeah yeah they're having a full dance party and full force wasn't even invited to the party. I thought that was kind of messed up. <laughs> like, yeah, you use full force's song for your dance battle 
and they can't even get in the party. I was like, that's messed up after I, after finding out about Full Force, but I didn't know about them as music before until before, after that. Yep. Well, then, you know, just I guess we can't be mad at, at the younger folks because we were just like them once upon a time. You know, let kids be kids. And speaking of which, since we keep going back into the past, when we come back, we're going to revisit the Super Mario Brothers movie, maybe. And then we're going to talk about this crazy cast that was announced at the Nintendo Direct because I have many feelings about it. And I'm sure you do, too. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. And yeah. we, when we come back, we'll talk some more. BRB, y'all. Sweet. Only Atari makes the world's most popular home video games. The only Space Invaders. The only Asteroids. The only Pac-Man. The only Missile Command. And soon, the only Defender. And the only way you can play any of them is on a home video system made by Atari. And we're back. Side Quest Enthusiast Live in full effect. Uh, this week, as of this recording, we're recording on September 26, 2021. Uh, you're the rat. Um, anyway, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah, we had a Nintendo Direct this week and it was jam packed with all kinds of news. Uh, we're going a little bit more into the games, but we're going to talk about a certain movie that's coming out. Super Mario Brothers animated film, which got slated for December 21st, 2022, which I will be going to see that in theaters day one. I think it's going to be terrible and I cannot wait. Um, I don't think it's going to be worse than the original Mario Brothers movie. Um, oh, which there's I need no to revisit. possible way. I don't know. You no, can't go lower. You can't. You, you can't, can't go, go lower than that. That is that might be the worst movie of all time. That movie. It was it was so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. Um, but yeah, we've got a. Uh, I still get visions of the the tall black lady that gave Mario the little. Oh, oh right! <laughs> like it was so weird. Like like this movie was just like overtly like hypersexual. It was yeah. dark and broody. Like it was Dark City or The Matrix back in the day. It had no yeah. reason being that way. Yoshi is this weird animatronic dinosaur. The Goombas are tall as hell with tiny heads. Like they yeah. were like, what is the exact opposite of the Goomba? Let's make <laughs> that happen. And then they just they 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 sold it. And then Dennis Hopper is King Koopa. Of all the actors in the entire world, Dennis yeah. Hopper is your King Koopa. Okay. Um can't wait to watch it again tonight. Um <laughs> Because <laughs> I gotta watch so the documentary you, too. It's, it's so bad you gotta watch it. I you, get you it. You gotta watch it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's it there, definitely. There's, there's a lot of there was a lot of bad things there, and yeah. it just didn't feel right. It it just felt weird. Like you were you were trying to make a movie, and it was like it was written by people that never played the game. It was written by people who never played the game, and then they scrapped that, and then basically made a whole entire script on the fly as they were shooting the movie. They had two directors who were not film directors film this movie together. There were a husband and wife team who did commercials like this. This movie, there's a documentary. I think it's on YouTube. Um, it's like an hour long. It is a fascinating watch to see how much of a train wreck that movie was. So if you have not checked that out, I might I'm going to post that in the show notes. But um, it is definitely worth a watch. But 
for the new one that's coming out next year, um, we have a whole list of celebrities that have nothing to do with what I imagine these Mario characters would sound like. <laughs> um, because Chris Pratt is not an Italian plumber. I don't know what they're going to do about that accent and stuff like that. Which, I mean, I guess, I don't know if Charles Martinet is Italian either and if that's whatever. But that's the whole thing. I don't know how Chris Pratt is going to interpret Mario. That's going to be weird. What do you think is going to happen with that? I'm going to start off with that because we can run through the list of the other characters, but I think that's the one that's just like that's that was the one that was super that was super surprising because you weren't expecting the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy and Parks and Recreations to be Mario, right? Um, Is he going to try to make a a, an Italian accent? Because if that's the case, we're going to really have a bunch of problems here. Um, It it just it, it was shocking. I guess you went for the big name. He is a big name. Um, and we've seen what animation has done and what they can do with voice actors and everything like that. So if he's just, if they're going to make some tweaks to his voice and it's just not going to be just his voice or whatever, maybe this might work. I don't know. But then it's not Chris Pratt. You're not even seeing Chris, you're not even seeing Chris Pratt anyway. Like the best thing about them was you actually saw the guy. And now right. you're doing an animated movie without him, like without seeing his face. So you're not getting the face anyway. I mean, his voice is pretty nice, but it's not Mario. Right. It's not so Mario it's, at all. It just it's 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 different. But I'm who who's who was the the voice of Sonic? Uh, the new Sonic. Um, yeah. shoot, what is his name? I see his face. Oh, Ben Schwartz. Thank you, Ben Schwartz. Yes. Um, now, which I think see, was a good choice. Yeah, but if I see him, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought that was Sonic. So we we also didn't think that Jaleel White was Sonic. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. I don't want to give Chris Pratt the complete like you're dead to me. I want to see <laughs> right. what he's gonna do because I, mm-hmm, I honestly, mm-hmm. no one never thought Jaleel White was gonna be Sonic. I got actually, I can see it now. Yeah, I can see it now. But back then, I was like, yeah. huh, what? And then and then you watch, it's like, oh. I totally forgot that that was Jaleel White. Like for yeah. a long time, I forgot that that was him. Yeah, and I um, didn't. I wouldn't have thought Ben Schwartz when I see him, and I saw him in like so many other TV shows and movies and stuff like that. I think the last time I saw him was in House of Lies. It was actually House of Lies. Like I loved House of Lies, so I was like, all right. And then I see him, I'm like, I couldn't have thought Sonic was his voice. So yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do. They're gonna probably make some, you know. Some some fun tweaks to it, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that's gonna be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with it. I can't yeah. wait till we get that trailer. Well, that we'll, yeah, I was like, we'll find out that first trailer where we go, <laughs> no, yeah, just like yep. everybody did with the Sonic trailer. They were like, what is this? Oh man, the man that was. I've never seen anything like that before where it was not Sonic at all. I'm like, I don't know what that furry blue thing is, but that is not my Sonic. Take like, it all the like, way seriously, back. Seriously, who's this guy? Right. And then they Where'd did. They, they took did. it back and they, they changed him. And like, it was actually an okay movie after that. I was like, okay. They were like, all my right. bad guys. Sorry to scare y'all. <laughs> like what? Okay. And that's my thing too, right? Is that like, that has to go through so many people to get the okay. Mm-hmm. And everybody on that team said, yep, that's the one. Nobody spoke up and said, no, try again. No one did. And if they did, I don't know if they didn't get their voices heard or what, but 
I just don't understand how it's not one person making that decision. Uh, so in addition to that, um, we also have Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach. Charlie Day as Luigi, I think, is going to be hilarious. I love it. That was my favorite part. I was <laughs> like, yo, I'm signed. Charlie Day yeah. is hilarious, and I love Charlie Day. Every time I see him in something, I'm like, yo, sign me up. Yep. He's yep. funny and always sunny. I remember watching the um, movie with him in Ice Cube, and I was like, oh, sign me up. Right, right. Uh, Jack Black as Bowser, I think it's a good choice, too. It's a good um, choice, but I don't want to hear Jack Black ever. Right. It's, like, it's it works, but yeah. I'm also like, eh, that's that's fine. <laughs> I'm like, he could have. He's not retired. Like, <sighs> right. <laughs> I feel like he's doing more now than what. I feel yeah, like he's been coming I, up a lot again, and and I'm like, I mean, good can for you him. Not do that, sir. But, like, yeah, congrats yeah. on the job, but can you not? <laughs> like, can we not do it? Yeah. Could, you could have um, said no. You could have said no. You could have said no. I um, I'm, you don't say no to Nintendo. You you don't. But he that, that's he, that's a paycheck. He could have. He could have said no. He could have for 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 the um, for the culture. For everybody's <laughs> ears. For everybody's ears. Okay, that's fair. Um, that's funny for the culture. Uh, <laughs> Keegan Michael Key is Toad. That's gonna be weird. I'm super. Uh, I'm super curious about Key. Keegan Michael Key is hilarious. Yeah, and like Toad is uh, one of those people that's low key hilarious too when given the opportunity. Right, he 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 makes some snide remarks here and yeah. there that are just like, "Oh, you you taking shots, Toad? Okay, <laughs> I see you." I'm like, uh, "Oh, Toad with the subtle jab." Okay, so right. I, I, I know see you got you. that star in your pocket. Why are you cracking jokes right now? Just give me a star so I can go to the next door. He's like, um, oh, now you need my help. Like, oh, bruh. Come on. <laughs> but we we almost missed out Donkey Kong now. No, no, I wasn't. Seth Rogen is Rogen? Rogan? I didn't Rogan. say his last name. Rogen? Rogan. Rogan. I can't. I can't. Rogan. 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 J. Rogan. 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 Uh, that's Donkey Kong. Uh, Fred ah. Armisen is Cranky Kong. Would be funny. Yeah. Uh, Donkey Kong is a stoner though. That's that's gonna be priceless. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, he's just throwing I, I, barrels around. Makes sense. <laughs> right, right. I never understood uh, that. I'm like, yo, he's just throwing barrels? Like, why are you so angry? Right. Um, I found this article on Kotaku written by Zach Zweizen. Hope I'm getting that name right. Where they uh, filled out the rest of the Mario movie cast and basically offered up some suggestions of who should play the other characters that haven't been listed. Mm-hmm. Um, including Danny DeVito as Wario. Yes. Adam Driver as Waluigi. Wow. Will Smith as King <laughs> Boo. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm that's sold. that's probably the best one. Honestly. I'm sold. Uh, Cardi B is Little Boo. Oh, you know what? You know what? Now, <laughs> now I'm in because now I'm thinking because <laughs> right. I remember Little Boo and I'm like, yep, yo, yep. yeah. She was yeah. she was just always so much attitude. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my uh, god! I gotta watch the cartoons now. Yeah, Bill Nye the Science Guy as Professor E. Gad. That makes sense. Angelina Jolie as Pauline. Wow. Uh, Margot Robbie as Rosalina. <laughs> I love how everybody starts like fantasy booking these things, yo. I'm like, yo <laughs> it's great. Do y'all have the money for this? <laughs> <laughs> you just named off Will Smith as twenty a twenty million dollar Will to just. Oh. <laughs> I'm only halfway through the list. Listen, it would take the entire American war budget to fund this movie. This is a lot of money to get thrown out. (laughs) And at this point, like, listen, you got to lean in 
at, after a certain point because it's just like <laughs> let's just get as many names as possible we can and it's just gonna be a mishmash of nonsense. I'm like, oh, I wish a guy would be like, I wish one of the people would be like from the the company is like, oh, you got this fantasy idea for all these people? Here, go hire them and see. And here's your budget. And they'd be like, wait, right. what? Right. <laughs> budget? Oh no. Um, we got Shia LaBeouf as Yoshi. Nice. Uh, MJ Rodriguez will be Birdo uh, from Pose. Sir Ian McKellen is Goomba. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson will voice Thwomp. <laughs> yeah, <Yo>, another. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love how they got twenty million dollars dudes just sitting here just, doing... <laughs> <laughs> just making Thwomp noises. <clears throat> like what? That's the Rock. Okay, twenty million. He got twenty million dollars <laughs> to make yeah. some noises. Yeah. <laughs> Just this is why you don't say no to Nintendo, Marcus. This is why. This is, this is why fans can't, can't are not running companies because they'd be right. out of business before the movie <laughs> even starts. Yep, yep. Guys, you see like, oh, the check clear? All right. Mm-hmm. And there goes the budget. There goes the budget instantly gone. <laughs> don't check. Don't cash this until December twenty second. And then you'll be like going over the, the the documentary of the fall and grace of this company, and they'd be like. <laughs> Well, we kind of paid $20 million to The Rock to make some grunting sounds. Yep. yep. And it'll just say, with The Rock grunting. <laughs> Ugh, goes, what a way to go easiest, out. Easiest $20 million I ever made. <laughs> like, he, 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 he just grunts normally. It's just him getting ready you to, just got to, his to do any Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> and just paid sample him like, it. Paid him half. Like, hey, can we just borrow your <laughs> clips from Instagram and just pay you a couple billion for it? Like, exactly. Like, exactly. Well, nah. I want the whole 20, but ugh. Mm. We got Vin Diesel as Chain Chomp. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this one is hilarious. Uh, we got Grimes as Toadette. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it's funny, too. I don't know if you've played uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, but they also have Charlie's Day as Gooigi. And they have a picture of like a goo version of Charlie Day, which is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Because <laughs> a goo version of Charlie Day makes total sense to me. And I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm loving Charlie Day as Luigi just because Charlie Day, when he is rattled, it sounds even it sounds even better. So if Luigi's rattled, oh, it's gonna sound perfect. I I think the the selling point for me is definitely Will Smith as King Boo. <laughs> I need to see that. <laughs> like, ugh. I was sold on Cardi in there. Um, that was that was my sell. Boo, yeah. yeah. That's it's just so funny. Um, but yeah. Um, there's that, and we'll see what happens. That movie comes out next year, right in time for Christmas. I'm definitely going to be there. Um, yeah. Do you think you're going to go see it or watch it when it comes out? Stream it, whatever. Uh, most likely, yeah. Most likely, yeah. I got. I have to just. I mean, I'll wait for the trailer to really get my full feeling about it. And I'm not going to lie, it does take me forever to watch a movie because when the weekend hits and I'm if I'm not streaming, I'm so tired right. that I'm just like, Ugh. I haven't seen the new Fast movie yet and I wanted to see that. I, it takes me like a month to catch a movie that just came out. I'm like, all right, eventually I'll catch it. That makes sense. It takes me like a year. Yeah. It's, Except for Scott Pilgrim, it takes me like five. Oh, but it's fine. God, I was <laughs> there first right day. <laughs> it was like limited theaters. I was finding a theater. It was not. Yeah. That wasn't happening. 
it was a good time. Um, but yeah, I definitely think I'm going to go see it, but I'm also, I'm not hype about it. I think this is some weird casting oh, yeah. choices. Yeah. And I don't know what the tone is going to be because a lot of these actors are comedians. Yeah. So. We're doing comedy. It, yeah. I'm hoping it's comedic. Like, you know what? It should be comedy. And I want it to be comedic in the same way that Detective Pikachu was because, like, Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu made sense. Yeah. I don't know that Chris Pratt as Mario makes the same kind of sense. I don't know how to articulate that in words, but it just made sense in my brain when I first heard Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. Yeah, but, yeah. But it also had a darker tone, too, on the movie. Because at first I thought it was right. just going to be super, like, happy-go-lucky. And I was like, all right, Ryan Reynolds being a happy-go-lucky guy, it works. Right. And then all of a sudden it, started, it took a dark turn in the movie. And I was like, whoa, this got a little heavier than I thought. Like... Detective Pikachu is the sequel to Deadpool that I really wanted. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, Deadpool 2, it was too rushed. Yeah, it was. I, it I was, still love Deadpool, but it's just, it felt it felt like they were just trying to get everything in there really quickly, and it just didn't, it didn't really hit the mark for me. Right. Certain, like, especially early on in the movie. Like, towards the end, I, it started to slow down. I was like, all right, we're finally getting to the nitty gritty, but I felt like they tried to shoehorn a bunch of stuff in really quickly and it just it just felt rushed you know it's all about those dollars though yeah that's what it comes down to um yeah um should we talk about this uh nintendo direct at all um how um, how, how did you feel about it what was there was the what was what was what was the game of the show for you with the direct we don't have to uh, go too deep into the direct because everyone's going to cover this ad nauseum but oh yeah I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not the biggest Nintendo guy. So I know. it was like it was interesting, especially it was more interesting seeing your reaction to a lot of the stuff <laughs> because I knew you knew this stuff like this was this was stuff that you grew up on. So I was like, all right, if I can if I can see that because those are the experiences I love the most is seeing the reaction of people that truly enjoy these moments. So, OK, pause on that for a second, because. I find real joy in seeing other people like react. I yeah. think sometimes there's there's the 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 um the reveal trailer for the the first reveal for Smash Brothers Ultimate mm-hmm. before it came out like it was it was a March direct in 2018 and I there's a video of everybody reacting at the Nintendo store in New York and I watched that yeah. so many times and sometimes I would watch it and I would tear up because I'm just so happy for all those people and seeing yeah. all that joy. And then 2018 comes up on the screen and there's even more pandemonium. Mm-hmm. Everybody's really freaking out. Like people are passing out on the floor and stuff. It's just like, wow, these are video games now. This yeah. is everybody gets to experience this together. And to harken back to what we were talking about in school where you had to be there. Mm-hmm. When when a new game came out, it wasn't as much hype like that, not collectively. And we didn't really sense it because you weren't a Nintendo person. I was and everybody else at school was PlayStation. Yeah. You know, so it was just like we didn't really resonate. We all liked video games, but we weren't on the same video game waves as everybody yeah. else was. So I don't know. There's there's something about that, and I think being on your stream and reacting to the Nintendo Direct made me realize how much of a Nintendo person I am. Yeah, and I don't think I, I realized that a lot of times. I'm just like, oh, I am a Nintendo guy uh, yeah. more than anything else. But I don't know because I reacted more for Sega 
right in a nintendo direct <laughs> than i did for most of the right. nintendo direct and i was like all right yeah. i was like wait what sega also sega oh hey, hey now hey now yep. what is this yep. and i see sonic 2 i'm like yes let's go streets of rage i was like i'm ready to flip a table so i saw i knew <laughs> i knew I, I i watched and the nintendo direct didn't have what i normally am here for which is pokemon or right. even Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers gave me the, they gave us the reveal for October right. that it, the last thing is going to come out. And maybe I think Mario Party was basically what I was here for mm. was the, the seeing the new maps and everything. If that because that's basically my bread and butter when it comes to me and Nintendo was basically Mario and Pokemon. Right. That's been mostly my always my go to my regulars. Like, so if they're not there, I, I really didn't have much of a, <gasps> whoa. And I mean, Chocobo uh, Grand Prix was pretty cool. Yeah, that's gonna be so lit. I can't yeah, like, that. <laughs> I mean, I'm always down for, I'm always down to see a racing game or whatever, and then see Chocobos mm-hmm. going at it. I, I've been around people that love Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is not one of my, you know, go-tos because it wasn't, I wasn't a big RPG guy, but I know how it affects everybody else. and. We were talking about reactions. Like, I'm a guy that watches wrestling, so when people react to a championship win and stuff like that, that's an amazing moment. So yeah. seeing everybody react to the, these directs, and I know me personally, it's not my game, but I'm like, I love that see people are actually giving it a reaction. They're super hyped about stuff. They love it. I like the look of things, but like the Sega lineup really blew me away. I was like, whoa, Sega on switch what like i told you it just felt weird because i was born i was raised on the you either were nintendo or your sega mm-hmm. and i was nintendo for a while and then jumped to sega right and then it was kind of just never nintendo was never my thing again mm-hmm. until recently that's funny because I, it, I i'm looking at this lineup of the sega genesis games um i'm really excited about it because Streets of Rage 2, I would yep. love to revisit that. Even though, again, I, I have all these ROMs, but I don't, I can't sit down to play games on my PC. I give up. Um, yeah. I'm probably going to get a Steam Deck when that joint comes out. Uh, Echo the Dolphin, like, I know that's sort of like a cult classic game. I don't know if it's good or not. Like, I've never really read about Echo the Dolphin, but I want to play I it. I played out. it back in the day. It just, yeah. it was one, it wasn't one of my, you know, favorites. I was mostly a sports guy too. Like, right, right. So it was sports and Sonic Two, and you know, street fighting games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Echo Dolphin wasn't really a fighting game, but everybody loves it. And with the the Sega lineup, it was a lot of classics. Like you, they were giving you your money's worth. They were giving you basically every game that has the little in the little Sega Mini that went out. Yeah, you were pretty much getting the same thing here. Yeah, pretty much. Um... Which is fine, because I was going to get a second mini anyway, but if I could just pick up and play these, especially if I can play these games multiplayer, your Switch, like Golden Axe, go. Gunstar yeah. Heroes, and stuff like that, oh man, that's going to be dope. Um, I still don't know that I'm going to play Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh, here we go. Um, we can get into that later. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. As far as the online is concerned, though, uh, just the new games for the... I- I'm excited for Sega, but I'm also really, really, really excited about Mario Kart 64 and Star Fox 64 coming to the lineup, but yeah. also those being fully online. So you yeah. can play four player Mario Kart 64 and Star Fox 64. Uh, I 
have spent hundreds of hours playing Mario Kart 64 online with Project 64 back in the day. Yeah. And let me tell you, if I don't have to worry about <laughs> checking people's IP address and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> making yeah, sure we're in the same server. The <laughs> yeah, like it was, it was such a hassle to be able to play those on there. And yeah. now we don't have to worry about that. And I've been wanting to play Mario Kart 64. Like I have two carts of it on yeah. 64, but neither of them work right. Like it's not my N64. It's just yeah. the Mario Kart carts that just don't want to boot, and it drives me nuts. And playing on an emulator, it's just not the same. Uh, so I'm definitely going to cop that and those controllers. I may get more than one of each. Yeah. Because I love the N64 controller and I love the Genesis controller. Uh, so that's going to be lit. But Sonic 2. Let's get back to that because I want to get into our last segment here before we get into the ending parts of uh, this podcast, which is leaning on a hour plus at this point which is great <laughs> i kind of i was like is this going to be 30 minutes i feel like it's it's never it's never short with us it's never short with us especially with games and nostalgia talk and yep and you, you brought up the mario movie you just knew that was going to be it down you <laughs> <laughs> was all going downhill from there yep yep we we're just throwing time right out the window yeah pretty much um this is the fetch yeah, it's the fetch it's so the fetch, fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. It's totally a thing. It's totally a thing. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to make the promo content for this. Um, <laughs> Bicker and banter. It's our segment here where we debate a topic. And not really because we just like <laughs> to mess with each other's heads. Yeah. So, uh, so Marcus is, you know, was raised as a Sega guy, even though he defected from Nintendo, which is all yep. good. No hate here. Um <laughs> Because, I mean, the N64 and the GameCube weren't really that great. But we're not going to get into that. That's another. I didn't like. Segment. I didn't like the controllers either. I love the controllers. I, they were so these, awkward. They're well. I hated how many blisters I got from the N64 yeah. controllers. But <laughs> like I liked the, the innovation of it. The N64 controller looked like it was like almost a gun. I was like, what is this? <laughs> right. Massive. <laughs> It's like it, it I, literally has a Z trigger. Like, whoa, like just, I'm really firing a gun here? Okay, Nintendo, like, whoa. I just, I just wanted to play. Give right. me my, my little standard <laughs> controller and let me stop. Let me do my thing. Yep, yep. Um, But no, uh, we've had many conversations, maybe, about Xbox and why it sucks. Yeah. I don't feel that way, but I used to. I used to be an Xbox hater once upon a time. Yeah. Which is funny because I bought my sister an Xbox for her birthday back in the day, which was the first console I ever bought. I bought someone else a console first before I bought myself a console. Uh, I mean, which if you was don't the like GameCube. Sister, I understand. <laughs> she played it a lot, actually. Um, that's just that's just trying to like own the the hatred. I get it. <laughs> that's fine. Hey, I mean, I don't know. I was pretty proud of myself that I could afford an Xbox. As a mm. gift, like I thought I was hot shit back then. I just feel um, like that. Just feel like you just hate your sister. That's pretty much what you're telling everybody in but, the years. So like, you bought her an okay. Xbox. You could have bought her anything else in the world. Give <laughs> her an Xbox. Just tell her you don't like her. Like just she already had like a her. PlayStation. Yeah. So and I had the PlayStation too. Wait, did I have the PlayStation? I had the PlayStation too. Um, and then my mom got a PlayStation too. That was also funny. She got the slim hey, one too. Like, so, so everybody got PlayStation twos, and you decided I hate my sister so much, so I'm going to get her an Xbox. It was I the only it. console we didn't have. Technically, we didn't have a GameCube yet, but I knew I was going to buy one later that summer. But I was like, 
my she wanted an Xbox, so I bought her an Xbox, and I think you should not she, you should not uh, reward people for bad decisions. <laughs> So what is this slander on Xbox? Why do you hate Xbox? Because I've come around, especially with like maybe not with the Xbox One, but I'm definitely copping a Series X because yeah. I want Game Pass. I want that legacy of games to be able to play that. But for you, who hurt you? What All is right. your damage? So let's let's just let's just say I'm not. I don't hate it like as much. I think it's funny to make fun of it even more. But I was I was a PlayStation guy, and I was a PlayStation guy for a very long time. And then when I got to college, uh, I was playing Xbox on other people's like systems and whatnot. And everybody had Xbox, and they were like, "Yo, man, we gotta play online and everything." And I'm like, "All right," but yeah, there was no cross-platform at that point, so you had to go get an Xbox just to play with everybody else, right? And then you had to sign up for Xbox Live and all that stuff just so you can be able to play with your friends. And it sucked because I, if cross-platform was a thing, I would have never left PlayStation because mm. I would have just ran through. I got I had PlayStation 2, and then I jumped to Xbox uh, 360. And then okay. I was like, all right, man, I kind of wanted the three. I wanted the PlayStation 3, actually, but no one else was on PlayStation 3. So I was like, it's pointless to make that jump now if everybody else is on Xbox. And I got to get Xbox Live. So I ended up doing that reluctantly. And then eventually I was like, I hate this thing so much. It's so massive. It's clunky. Uh, Xbox Live is like signing over, signing up for one of those prepaid like credit cards at college. <laughs> the interest right. rate is like way too high that he had no mm-hmm. business signing up for. Pretty yep. much how I felt signing up for Xbox Live. So when I eventually ended up getting my PlayStation 4 and I was like, all right, it's time for me to put this Xbox to bed. Everything was done except for Xbox Live, which was basically trying to leave death row. (laughs) I've never felt so intimidated and so almost like I might end up I might end up missing for leaving Xbox Live because they were just like, are you sure? You sure you want to do this? We got your IP address. We know where you at right now. I'm like, whoa, it's <laughs> a little aggressive, sir. Like, can I just? I'm not using it anymore. Can I just go? Nah. Come back in the come back in a week. Let us know how you feel about it. I don't need a week. I I just. All right, we'll fill out your information. <laughs> sign in real quick. I already did. No, that's not your sign in. You got to retrieve your password. Wait, what? I know my. I did all this stuff. I had to go through like four password resets. I had to figure out my Microsoft Live account because apparently you can't just sign in with your They're regular the same one. You have to sign in with your Microsoft Live. Hmm. And I'm like, I just want to I just want to go home. I don't want you to keep charging me ten dollars every week, every month for a program that I'm not using anymore. Ah, guy, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's ten dollars. It's no problem. It is a problem. It's my money. And yeah. it just took forever to get out of there. And I was just super happy to make the my return to PlayStation. And I never looked back. It's just funny now to make jokes about how difficult it was to get out of like an abusive relationship like this. Because <laughs> it felt like I'm like, yo, I'm tired. Yeah. I don't want I need to go. I felt like I was running out of the house like with like only what I had the clothes on my back and like basically 
some chancletas in my hands ready to just get out of here <laughs> like i was done wow. i just had to get out but yeah yeah it was it was rough so i was just it was a temporary move but it was just one of those things i couldn't get out of it like yeah i'm like yo they wanted so much to for me to just go so i was just happy to get out of there but i don't hate them as much i just like making jokes about it because it's just funnier that way like as yeah. a playstation guy i'm like oh you like xbox Ooh. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, then I guess you're allowed back on the show, then. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew it was, I thought it was going to be short-term video. <laughs> I knew I had a good one. <laughs> you got one in. I'll see you yeah, in five one. years. I'll see you at <laughs> my sixth podcast. I'll, I'll have you on. The sixth anniversary show. But hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's Marcus. He's here again. Now we know why we got to get rid of him again. Yeah, no. So, like, what are you... How, how are you loving your uh, your PlayStation 5? Is it, is it living up to expectations? I love like, it. What's, what are your, your feelings? Um, there was a, a TikTok video that went out, and they were showing like the difference between a PlayStation 5 user and a PlayStation 4 user. Mm-hmm. And the guy puts the video. He, he calls up his friends and says, hey, you want to play whatever, Apex or whatever? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm, uh, log in. I'm about to go in the lobby. And they're, on the, they're in the party chat. And all you hear is this big fan going on in the background. And he's like, yo, you all right? Are you next to a fan or something? He's like, no, nah, that's just my PlayStation. He's like, that's, that's your PlayStation 4? <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, what are you talking about? And he's like, he felt like he's in a like a whole like tunnel of like air. And he's like, no, I can't even hear what you're saying, bro. I'm going on. I'm going on. I'm done. And I, and I, I felt that. I was like, wow. Because I've never heard a fan get so loud. And I've cleaned it out. I've done all the, oh, all the maintenance and everything. And it's just with, I'm like, yo, that's a lot. I'm like putting it, it away loud. from the. I'm like putting it away from my microphones, and I'm like trying to move it in a certain area so you can hear less of it. I'm like, this is rough. So it felt good to get to this one, and I don't even hear it. Right. I'm like, oh, are you on? I had to look and like check to see the lights are on. I'm like, oh, you're still on. All right, good. Then they had like the little shut off thing. It's like, okay, we're, we've been on way too long. You're not kind of moving around. We're gonna we're gonna take a nap. I'm like, oh, all right. Look at you, <laughs> self sufficient. So, and it just feels good. Like it looks better. Like I'm not. I wasn't mad about the PlayStation Four except for that whole fan thing. That was the only problem that really grinded my gear. But like, I'm loving the. I'm loving it. Like, mm. I gotta get an external hard drive i didn't know that was a, a thing like yeah that's kind of a thing and that is kind of yeah making me a little worried about not just maybe the early games but when we get late in this generation you're gonna need yeah. multiple hard drives to play games and that yeah, feels like, oh, wrong a, to me a little, that was a little different i was like i gotta get a, an external hard drive just to play yep. stuff Ooh, i don't know about that one but i, I mean i'm one of those people that don't stick to a game too long anyway, so I would probably deactivate that game so it wouldn't waste hard space. Right. After I finished it, or if it's like the older model, I'm like, I'll keep the game, but I won't keep all of the data sometimes. Or I'll try to transfer it over to the upgraded game. So, it wouldn't, it wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna lose a lot of sleep, so I'm gonna buy a bunch of games to begin with. Right. And now That's that right. I have the PlayStation and, and the Switch, I don't have to have everything on one system anymore now i can just space Spread it around things out and yep, you have yep. pc now so i can 
I don't have to always buy everything for PlayStation. Right. So that's super cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, as someone who buys way too many games, uh, every time I say, I'm not going to buy any games this month, <laughs> that Friday, I'm buying like six of them. It's really bad. Um, so, you know, what? I'm just going to embrace it. I'm going to allow myself that space, even if it means I need a new credit card, whatever. Um, can't wait to read my memoir about how I lost everything because I couldn't stop buying video games. Um, but yeah, not having enough space, that kind of worries me. But I do want to get one eventually. I want to check out some games that are coming out for PlayStation next year. But I have so many games on PS4 that I haven't even touched yet. Yeah, Like, I haven't played God of War yet. I haven't played <laughs> so many of these marquee exclusives on PlayStation where I'm just like, I'm not ready to upgrade yet. Yeah. So also, why am I trying to get an Xbox? What is wrong with you, Marcus? I need. I mean, you 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 bought the you already bought two K for Xbox before getting for, the Xbox. I, like right, because I was so scared that it was going to like sell out or something, or they were they were going to announce that it was like, limited edition. Like you couldn't get two K for PlayStation Four. Like it's available. So I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, huh? Even though I have this this. So here's the thing. This is this is how you know how bougie I've become. <laughs> I, I've come really far in life, and I deserve this. That's not the only game that I have on display <laughs> that either I've bought more than once or just haven't opened and played yet. Yeah, I I I bought the special edition of Coffee Talk, like the box edition. Yeah. I haven't opened it or anything. It looks beautiful on my bookshelf. <laughs> it's just there, right next to Candace Parker and them. <laughs> In a box that I'm never going to open. Never and, touch it. Yep. And if I do, it's probably not going to be for a while because I need to buy everybody else a Switch first this Christmas <laughs> season before I buy an Xbox. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, long, as long as that's, that's all settled, that you're not an Xbox hater, but, you know, please keep cracking the jokes. <laughs> They're much appreciated. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to have Marcus do the speed run since it's his first episode. Stay tuned. All right, we are back, and it is time for the speed run. But before we do that, Marcus, if you could speed run any video game, what would it be? It's a tie between Sonic 2 and Comic Zone. Hmm. Okay. Do you think... My two, my two favorite games. Yeah, okay. Which one do you think would be feasible? More feasible, feasible than the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Like, which one do you feel like you have the most memory for? Like Sonic the most muscle two. memory? Sonic 2? Sonic yeah. 2. Because I, I know everything up until the end and everything. I'm like, oh, all right, we're good. There's parts in Comic Zone towards the end. I'm just like a little little, little, little hazy. And I'll right. I'll mess up. And I'll end up just getting stuck. And I'll just quit the game after that. But I've beaten it. It's just not something that I'm a regularly beat. But Sonic 2, I can run through mm-hmm. and more than likely beat that or um 
there, there was one point where Sonic three, or not Sonic, uh, Mario three, I think. Yeah, was that, it Mario that'd be a good World. Was it Mario World or Mario three? Mario three probably. Oh, I think it was three. Mario three was on NES, the one with uh, the Tanuki suit, the raccoon yeah. suit, that one. And then yeah, the capes were in Mario World. So, um, what was the one with choice? the um the boat? Um, that had one of the um Koopas on it. I mean, uh, it was like the floating airships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Mario three. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I was I was right. Yeah, it was Mario three. I love that game. I I can play that all day. Yeah, I play. I always play through at least once a year. I love that sound. Yeah. Yo, it always got me hyped. I was like, yo, I'm ready to fight. Right. I'm like, oh no. I'm not ready. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you know what's coming, but when you hear that that hit right there, it's just like, whoa. And then he just not... jumps. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Like, you don't know what you're getting because, like, you don't remember, like, is this the one that has the balls that bounce everywhere? Or is it the one with the rings? Like, what are you going to do? And then and next thing you know, they just, like, they start jumping. And they keep jumping. Ugh, it is. It still gives me anxiety. Three years I later. love it. I love that. I love that level so much. <laughs> we should... Dude, we need to start streaming more. And we need to start streaming some multiplayer games. Like, we need to play some Mario 3 together. Some oh. Mario Party when it comes out. Like, we need to do this. I'm all um, for it. Let's do it. Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's time for the speed run. And in the here on the speed run, I'll ask our wonderful guests a series of rapid fire personal questions. The faster they answer, the more questions we'll burn through. And they'll have two minutes. Uh, yes, two minutes. That's what's on my clock. And the more questions they answer, the more they clearly know themselves. However, there's no winning or losing because here in the land of Enthusia, everybody is already a winner. So this is just a chance for the questions out here to get to know you, Marcus, better. So Sweet. do you need another explanation? I think I got it, Bob. Okay. Then, let's go. What is your third favorite game of all time? Uh, Street 2. What is the last game you played? Uh, Pokemon Unite. Nice. What was your second game console? Mm, Sega. What is the best snack for gaming chips okay what is the best house pet dogs <laughs> okay <laughs> what is a game that you've always wanted to play but haven't gotten around to huh oh life is strange uh what's that two i got one life is strange two i don't think i played that one hmm. or, or what's one the other one the, uh, the oh, two brothers yeah, that one. And what's the other game that we we um Last of Us two? Uh, I didn't play that one. The Last of Us two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, who is the all-time second best quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys? All-time second best uh, stallback. Okay. In a real-world RPG, what would be your best stat? Lazy. Forty-five seconds. <laughs> Okay, uh, that'd be a full hundred. When you envision a chip on your shoulder, what kind of chip is it? Doritos. Mmm, what flavor? <sighs> 30 seconds. Spicy nacho. Okay. Who is your video game crush? Bonus half points if you can name more than one. Oh my god, video game crush? That's, that's not fair. Oh god. Could also be someone who is around the video game space. Could be a real person, a 
or to be a person oh, in the video game. There's a, a bunch of streamer girls. I can't even mention them. You know, that's that's okay. not going to work. <laughs> I'll give you a point for that. I'm uh, not going to get in trouble for that one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you one more before the Moneyball question. Uh, what game are you looking forward to the most that hasn't come out yet? Oh, game I'm looking forward to the most? Um... Honestly, I don't. Oh, NBA two, uh, not NBA WWE two K twenty two. Okay, I'm super. Right. I'm super interested about that one. And even though the timer has run out, I'm going to give you the Moneyball trivia question that is worth two points. Sweet. What year did Sonic two come out? Oh Jesus! Oh, ninety five. That is incorrect. No. The correct answer is 1992, specifically November 21st, 1992, is when Sonic 2 dropped on the Sega Genesis. Marcus, that means you scored, on a scale of 1 to self-aware, you scored an 11. Congratulations, you know yourself. (laughs) It's like, whose line is it anyway? (laughs) Basically... (laughs) Uh, the points don't matter, but you kind of look bad at the end of it, no matter what. I get right? It. If you get less than a ten, you're just like, "What are you doing? Go, do you, go look do you in the mirror." Play games? Do you play right? games? Do you, do you know? Anything? Do you wake up in the morning? Are you still here with us? <laughs> still breathing, bro? Ah, ah, yep. But yeah, congratulations, eleven points. That's not bad. Um, like it, like it. Yeah. So we're coming up on the end of the show here, finally. Uh, hour and a half in so far. At least that is the case unedited. And we're going to... That's how the fetch does. That that is how the fetch does. The fetch does what the fetch is... I got nothing. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, Okay. So (laughs) the inner game publisher of your life sees that you are on fire and they want to make a DLC for the people to play based on your life. This DLC is a way to define a side of you that people may not see all the time, or it could be something that's obvious, something you may not get to share often. Who knows? But it's still you. What is the name of the DLC of Marcus's life? Uh, currently, right now, it is called Weekend Warrior. Okay, and elaborate. It is basically the internal struggle to be super productive while also super lazy and wanting to just rest. <laughs> that is really great because <laughs> that really resonates with me yeah because it's, like, it's, it's how i feel all the time is like right now i need to be productive being that i'm i don't i'm not streaming this weekend mm-hmm. but i'm also really burnt out and right. i just needed the rest and saturday i rested for like half the day and i was like i really needed to get some stuff done but it's just that internal power struggle between how comfortable this bed is and how much work I need to get done. <laughs> yeah, seriously, dude. No, I feel that. Cause it's like one minute I'm hype. I'm ready to get, to get stuff done, ready to sit down and just chomp away at the bits. And then I sit down and then I'm like, okay, let's uh, watch this video on Ben Simmons. So that I can hear <laughs> them say the same thing that they've said the other 10 videos I watched this morning. Yep. Like uh, it's really bad. And then the At worst part point, is King of the Hills on FXX now. It's so a now I'm watching that. Then Married with Children has a marathon marathon every weekend. It gets good. <laughs> King it's of Queens hard. has a marathon. Those are three of my favorite shows. I, I'm I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm like, Ugh. but then I eventually did get some work done yesterday. So I felt good and then got yeah, some work good. done today. And I'm going to get some work done after this. But it's always a struggle, especially when I'm not streaming, is to try to do other things outside of streaming. And then, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know how you have the time to do other things, though, because you go to work, you have a nine to five, basically. Yeah. And then you come home and you stream for three plus hours. Yep. How? I think um, I don't think you give yourself enough credit, to be honest with you. I think you call yourself lazy all the time, but yeah. you you work really hard. And I think I don't know if that's just like your sense of humor or if you are aware of that. I'll give you a bonus point if you are <laughs> aware of that. But like you're putting in work, dude. Well, and the, I see the one that. thing I, I do pride myself on is I call myself the best in the world. Uh, even though I am the worst streamer, if I'm going to be the worst streamer, I'm still going to be better than everybody else as being the worst. Like, I'm always going to give 110%. That is a great attitude. I'm always going to give 110% no matter where I'm at. Even if I feel like my stream was trash that day, it's going to still it's still going to get some work and some effort into it. I'm going to put my all into it no matter what. Even if I know personally, I feel like I could have done better. I could have did this differently. I, there's always things that I could tweak about it, but I'm like, I'm always going to outwork as much as as much as anybody like i'm not going to lowball myself or my effort even though i feel like i'm tired and i'm lazy and i kind of just don't want to do this only time i've actually really stopped is when my body just says you need to stop and i was like yeah and i think that was recently i was just i had to take a day off because my brain was just like bruh we're tired and i was like come on i can knock out two hours (laughs) I'm like sitting here like literally like tired, passed out on the bed. I'm looking at the clock like, you know, if I get up now, I can get a two hour stream in and still finish on top and be ready for tomorrow. I'm like, no, my body was like, if you don't get if you get up, I will beat you up. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So um, I definitely want to give 110 percent, even if I am working my nine to five or if I'm doing the streaming thing. Like, honestly, I'm always going to be looking at the results and trying to figure out well how can i do better here and there and all that stuff Mm -hmm. it's just yeah i'm always going to try to outwork everybody even if the results are me losing or not winning yet you're going to be like that guy did give it his all though Mm -hmm. now that that is that is probably the best humble brag i've ever heard (laughs) see another best in the world thing right it's it's blowing my mind right now actually because it's like (laughs) I'm the worst streamer in the world. When you hear that, you're like, no, you're not. But then you're like, duh, I know I'm not. Yeah. I, I I know I'm the worst, quote unquote, but that doesn't mean that I'm the worst. It makes sense when you explain it. And it's just, that's such a great, humble, but also extremely confident, borderline arrogant way <laughs> to go about your humility. Yeah. And it's brilliant. If you're going to be trash, you might as well be the best trash. Right, exactly. Like, it's it's like in uh the movie Whip It, uh with Elliot Page and yeah. Drew Barrymore and all them. They they're they're happy that they're number two. And I say that chant all the time. We're number two. We're number two. Because I'm just like being number one is overrated. This comes with so many response so much responsibility. Everybody's yeah. watching you now. Everybody's telling you to do this. Everybody's telling you to do that. You don't do what you do anymore. And then you become someone else. And then you're not you anymore, but you're still number one. And then you're just like, I wish I was worse than this. So nobody would know who I am. So it's just like, but I know who I am. And that's all that matters. And people who know me know me. And that's all I want. 
So I'm just gonna keep being. I want to be number one. I want to be the one. I want to be the one everybody's looking at, and I want you to look at me and I did it my way. And I'm not changing. So right, no, but that's what I mean. Is that like you're number one? Yep. For for you, I want you're not doing it. I want to be the standard where you're looking at me like, oh snap, he he became number one and he did it his way. He didn't have to, you know, conform to somebody else's format or whatever. He went out his way to figure out what was going to be best for him. And he did it. And we're rocking with it. That's it. Yeah, that's fire. Yep. Well, since you're out here hustling, why don't you tell the people where they can find you on the interwebs? All right. So I'm on the on the interwebs. Uh, you can find me with my Hotmail account. Um, <laughs> but mostly on social networks, I am Marcus Alfred, M-A-R-C-U-S-A-L-F-O-R-D. One word on uh, was that Instagram and the Twitter it's two words on Facebook. You can find the Facebook page, uh, killmarkets.com. It was all the, all the social networks they're at, so you can just check that out and all the projects that I've been working on and live streams and simulated seasons that I'm doing and all that good stuff. Cool. Yeah. Uh, are you on TikTok too? Are you, are you posting yeah, on yeah. TikTok? TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Um, I want to try to post more. I'm. I'm not doing any dances. I, I don't care. Don't look for nah. me to be the new TikTok guy dancing like, nah. yeah, yeah. no, that's not me. So I might do some, you know, funny reaction video or I'll celebrate my Cowboys winning or whatever like that. But you're not going to see me pop locking it and trying to do. I don't even understand how that works. It's just no, I'm no, not going to happen. But I'm on TikTok as Marcus Alfred as well. That branding is real when you just put everything as Marcus Alfred and just bam, I'm there. So cool. All right. Thank you so much, Marcus, for coming through. Uh, thank you, listener, to tuning in to SideQuest Enthusiasts. Um, everybody, go show Marcus some love. As for us, you can follow SideQuest Enthusiasts on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at SQECast. You can also uh, tune in to episodes of the podcast every other Friday live on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash chillgood215. Uh, peep game on our website as well, sidequestenthusiast.com or SQECast if you don't feel like typing all that out. Uh, support SideQuest Enthusiasts by making a one-time donation at ko-fi.com slash sqecast. That's ko-fi.com slash sqecast. Every dollar goes a long way to keeping this show alive and elevating voices in the gaming space, especially in the name of diversity and inclusion. If you can't give, share this episode with your friends on social media and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. May the goddess smile upon you and remember, say thank you in advance for what's already yours. And we're out. See you next time. Stop trying to make bet.
much happen. It's not going to happen. 